Though you were tearing, naked and responding to carbon and TV light, you stretched your hands across reality like a god's. With ease and anger through the mesh, a spot burst, a phenomenon in hyper-hieroglyphs. Your breath acidic, the future charms of violence of men yet to contaminate dream space. You dotted the sky like pockmarks, star pinpointing the portals, stitched together as a strangled map, crossed over rivers of nebula, refracting in cosmos to bring you their light. You would conjure him, asleep in geodesic chambers, birthed from nutrient bath and amniotic waves of green liquid dusted by iridescence, alive in tanks, secluded on white background and immortalized in thin black frames, each door a postcard, each moment a painting calloused by graphite, lines etched out like canals on mildewing papyrus. There were wires. There were water stains. He pulled at them, breaking the tether of the skin, a wound like a chasm an inch wide, but there was liberation in the gap, a sprawling cuneiform in dream speak, a soon-to-explode gloss of pus scabbed up on the blackened bronze epidermis that stretched over its body, a universe. The tangle of metaphors and harmonic shifts of or tongue great size that sought savage compilation with lesser clicks, diminished, expanded, never mattered. He spoke your name first, a breathe-in life, a new system to introduce. He stood before you, an expanse draped in your lab coat, dripping metallic waters, shivering, his fat body a brown pulp of ghosts and emissions, dreams. Wait here, you told him, as the lights went dim, as the star system faded into obscurity of a dust-coated stasis, an interstellar cabinet in quiet. You glanced at the mundanity of a life of cells, a hairbrush, a book of poems by a sad man, a loafer, a keychain, a song on the breeze in rapture, to wrap yourself in a nova on fire, to bathe in stardust, to swim celestial with crystal dolphins in a nowhere pool. In the harshness of your bed without him, each wave of fiber were needles in your husk, the sun before you at your door, an angry alien prison, searing and discontented. The sun called to you with the same chronotopic spell that it burns. A bashful heliocentrist with ancient ire. You sat under the iron roof of a city bus, beneath a sanded dusk, the percussive wail of a techno-infused viral and constant stream of anti-wish. Your crossword and coffee digitized into the fabric of your briefcase, your messenger bag, your pen in your grip, the centrifuge of twisting spirals of hot DNA. There was no detonation of dream stuffs, no sparkle blast of unicorns crystallizing in overwhelming color wash, no assured bodies leaked from the bow of the dominant paradigm. Just, there was one revelation. You are that sun. You are that sun.
Before you were that son, you launched yourself from mattresses in abandoned parking lots, nearly breaking your neck, they said, laughing while you attempted the backflips that others mastered in easy slumber. They flew through the air like black streaks, paint swaths traced like ley lines in twilight. Before you were that son, you looked both ways before crossing intersections as other onyx cyborgs raced up the tarmac, their bikes, knives on pavement as black as their skin their hopes riding on the smoke of one wheel. Before you were that son, you sat counting moments while other, older sons played with daggers and steel. So you sought other warmth, other solar bodies, dimmer and wrought with sadness and trapped under 22 pages of mache, solidified by heat. They folded into your brain, wet nestled in the tissue, white and foreign but comfortable. You gave your consent. Emblazoned star lightning stuck to the chest of an alabaster body, colorized information for synapses, long atrophied by your own ghost. And they stayed there feasting. Their feet were amazing sheets of kaleidoscopic vision ephemera that left a blackless smudge of cinder on your fingertips, hidden in textbooks where others slid pornography. Those pale solar bodies, those would-be gods of the clouds, lifted you up when the darkness came. But they were not maps, they were crutches. You remembered a coating of DNA broken open in a capsule on a hill and fauna amongst the minerals in the dirt when you tore the firmament and wished embryonic pupa into hasty oasis. You lined its cell with the lumber of incarcerated junkies, weary mailmen and ex-soldiers, of Fred Hampton and Audre Lorde on the crust of the mountaintops of slaves.
down the street and you know I used to live around uh, 51st and market and uh, I was walking down the street and you know I noticed this gigantic pothole in the street it's like five foot across five foot deep like the sort of thing that you know, they're gonna put a traffic cone in it and like only the tip's gonna poke out and everybody's gonna drive over it and wreck their cars. Anyway, I'm like, huh, all right, someone's not doing their job. You know, I notice it and I go home and everything's fine. Except the next day, you know, I'm walking to the laundromat, past the same road and it's not there anymore. And it's not like it's been fixed or paved over or anything. It's just not there. So I think like, huh, okay. Maybe they're doing a really good job in fixing it? I don't know. But, you know, it's a pothole, whatever. Um, I go home, and the next day, it's back. Exactly the same size, exactly the same shape, exactly the same depth, in exactly the same place. And now I'm starting to get a little bit freaked out. Because I'm sure that that pothole wasn't there yesterday. But here it is. And, um, yeah. Do you want to go look at it with me?
into sediment. He stood there, that lab coat of yours, over his Kevlar suit, cherubic in mind and body, a Zulu Buddha, a fat Impindulu, lightning bird, strange powers, also a sun, shaped by a caught shell and a compass by a protractor, grown in a lab. He radiated. Lasers rose and chromatic cascade, chaos in wide bursts, the ground shook in colonial surrender, tanks hammered and so many fell, their blood, their nodes, their nanites scattered and distended, there was art, there was war, so you pulled him towards you and sank into the flesh of his bosom, you smelled the leather and turpentine, it danced on your mustache so you lapped at his sweat, absorbed the moisture on his lips, electrolytes dancing on your tongue as you fell into him for days on the battlefield, surrounded by the lifeless bodies of the illuminated and the holy. The coat, you remembered, his hands inside of your mouth, and you thought that it looked like a flag and that the flag, it was seen, was a cake. It all fell then, every sonic, every empty placard, platitude evaporated. When he moaned, there was only the flash-speckled synesthesia of diatonic oscillation, a pattern of you and him, and of course, a madness. There on the Technovelt, in the moments before Aphrotopia, you only see him, and you only see him through the light of God. From your union, a new world arose, not of corporeal cloth, but of questions, of dreams, of doubts, a world not of rock, but of whispers. Before, only certain men could forge these worlds. And they were the gatekeepers, assistant editors to higher consciousness, felled by karma, by queer Dogon, by illuminated, liberated, Elysium, spectrum popped on a planet, demanding the source that they had wrought for the system, demanding the fruit, the real world. From your union, a new dawn, and a new day, and a new world. Divination.
story you just heard was written by Philadelphia author, musician, and visual artist Alex Smith. You can find out more information about Alex and his work at alexoteric.com. A-L-E-X-O-T-E-R-I-C.com. This episode of The Floating World features sounds submitted by Savannah DePaul, Lucy Doherty and Jesse H., Erica Oba, Tamar Dart, Leo Suarez, Rebecca Musinski, and Casey Doherty. All other sounds were recorded, mixed, and composed by Ada Ariana. are interested in contributing to the upkeep of the floating world, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash the floating world podcast. Please collect your corporeal phone before leaving at the nearest exit.